I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. So he's just a territory kicker. No, he's not a territory kicker. Dang it, you're wrong. I still think Naif. Like you said, we'll he's probably... versatile. He's a footballer, man. He can do just about anything. You don't know what he's going to do. Nath will do 80% of kicking. Yeah, you can put him on the field, and I'm not saying he's turbo, but he's got that sort of footballer in him, and if he's just going to play his game and he's going to be allowed to just go out there and just play his game and do what he does, he's got a vast skill set. He's you know? not He's going to go out there and play the identical role he played for the Panthers last year at, at left centre. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be a turbo roaming across all sides of the field or anything. No, I'm he's not, going I'm not to be saying out he's going to be given license, but running that strict hole. What do you think of Damien Cook at 14? Happy now starting at hooker. I don't like it. Why but not? Obviously, that's probably come down to them talking as a team, and Happy probably gives him a better service than Cook does. I, I, I don't know that. Well, Freddie, that comes down to what Freddie's thinking. But for me, I think it's a waste of a spot. Because Cookie can play 80. Um, I don't see Cookie coming on at 5'8". I don't see Cookie coming on as a Roman fullback if Teddy gets injured even. So it's sort of... What if Appy moves through the middle and they do a dual dummy half thing like the Storm love to play around with? Oh, I th- do you think that could be... Much to Berg's point, they're both just out and out hookers. Yeah. There's no, there's... They're either playing dummy half or they're not playing. For me, you could maybe put him, if you got fully stuck, you could put him at six as a running six, but he's given you no option with the boot. Even then, you got Burton would probably move into there. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. Right. This could get dropped and someone more versatile come in. It's like I, Nico. For me, Nico should have been in amongst the first one over Crichton, probably. For me, New South Wales... I know one says, yeah, bro. But they've tried to copy Queensland's theory. But 
where they've got it wrong, in my opinion, is they've gone two out and out hookers. Where New South Wales gone with Ben Hunt starting, who can easily play any half position, where Munster can fill in at fullback, and Ben Hunt can play that middle forward role where he's proven it at Origin time and time again. Appy and Cook have never proven themselves at that middle forward. They've only ever played dummy half at Origin level. So yeah. to use them as one-two punch, yes, fair enough, but how else do you use them apart from that one-two punch? Yeah, yeah, well, Where no, else do you get effectiveness from them? There's none. There's nothing. They're hookers. Oh. It's... Yeah. Oh, 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 New South Wales, I would have gone much more down a Reese Robson role. Reese Robson, starting hooker, takes that sting out of defence, and then you can still use him as a middle forward later on in the game. Where Appy, once you take him off, where do you bring him back on apart from injury? Yeah. There's nowhere for him. You can't put him at lock. He get bulldozed, ain't little fella. Like, oh, good defensively. He gets up and underneath and everything, but after forty odd tackles, you know what? We all know Origin's a different beast. You know what I mean? So he to sit there and play middle forward for one of these blokes is hard, hard, hard task. So I don't know. I just find it a waste of a spot, especially if we're not bringing on a bloke as a kicking option. Like if Nafe goes down, we're fucked. Like, what, Birdo's, well, then, then we've still only got Birdo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How many then, kickers do you want out there? You want to, I, I look at Queensland. Queensland's got options all over the Happy's park. Happy's got a kick at a dummy half, doesn't Queensland, he? Harry Grant. Semi. Harry Grant. Cook's will, got a semi one. Yeah. Harry but, Grant will pop out. Ben Hunt will pop out. Cam Munster will do it. Caelan Ponga can do it. Daly Terry Evans can do it. They're all good. We have one dude who's a good kicker. And Burton is... Kicks the puck out of it, and that showed in the last game. And when I watched it by by the by the seventieth minute, Nafe was running the ball on the fourth, thinking "fuck is he?" There's nothing he could do, so he just run it on the fourth and leave the option up to someone else. And it was one of them things. I think. Well, if that's they, what you're saying, that's terrible signs. That's what I seen. I seen it. I said it before. I said it before Origin one. I said as the halfback, apparently the best it. halfback in the game. He shouldn't be running it on the fourth tackle. Leaving it to someone else on the fifth. Oh, no. He no. should be d- dictating it to get oh, himself no. in a good position for him to kick a good kick on the fifth. Did it several times, and it, it, it upset me. Because, but in saying that, every time you watched him kick the ball, he was under pressure. Definitely. But this is where so, I mentioned for people like Trail and Pappy to come into the side. Even Nico's got a boot on him. Well, that, I, I thought Nico should have been 14. but I mean, Crichton's got a kick, but I don't think it's really tested yet. If Naif goes down, then we back our whole game on defence. Yep. If you guys lose this game, Burton will be six for game three. Yeah, well, Jack White should get his centre swap, eh? Deservingly. No, that just... Luai hasn't given Nathan any support in the kind of support that he needs. Yes, he plays that off-the-cuff kind of football outside his penance link, but when New South Wales really need him to help Nathan, he's not helping him in the kicking game. In well, the running game, in the organising game at all, like he just no offence to him, but he's not. I don't think he's an elite six yet. He's a, he's good six, but he's not elite level six. Where there's other guys that could have easily filled that void. Mitch Moses probably in great touch. Don't know if him and Nath would work together, but I think they would. There's there's just other people I think that were. In better touch than Jerome Luai. Don't get wrong, Luai probably four or five games away from Origin 1 started really stepping it up. But for the opening part of the season, offered nothing. Um, and got to Origin, and I think he ran the ball twice. 
or something. So it was. If you're, you know what, if you got a New South Wales jersey or in your sake a Queensland jersey, you want to run the ball as much as you can. Like you, you want to be the guy. Like fucking granted, you don't want to be a hog, <laughs> but you want to be the guy. Like look at Munster when he does it, mate. You know what I mean? It's fucking special when you see him just go across fucking manhandling grown men and shit, and you just think good, on, like good on you. You know, we don't really have that dude. You don't. That does that's, that, that, you know. That was the X factor in the game for game one, and I think that continues to be the X factor in game two. Like, I don't see that coming out of a Mitch Moses. Well, I see that coming out of someone like Birdo, though. Well, not, not like, just... he's got it in him. I don't see how you use Talakai off the bench. Oh, like, unless there's an injury to a centre. With that second rower... My guess is, is if but, one of the halves go down, Birdo goes in, Talakai goes there. So he's... Stephen Crichton in game one. Yeah. Useless. Yeah. Well, I, I don't Come. see why Talakai's there. Come if on. he's not starting as a centre, I don't see why he's in the squad. I don't think he can... Would you run a Cook and a Nico? Who, who are the starting back rowers? Liam Martin and who? Yeah, I don't like that either. Is it Gus? I think Angus Crichton got his spot. Yeah, well, that's it. So can one of them move into the middle if need be and uh, see if we come in the, uh, on the edge? Or even just use him as a punch weapon through the middle. Oh, I think... Bring him on for 15 minutes. Like, oi, you've got the middle third. You're a wrecking ball. I, That's I think all you do. Talakai's here on hype. I think, I think Liam Martin, for me, is a bench player. I think he comes off... Definitely. He comes off the bench much better No, oh, no, Murray's the other start one. Murray and Martin. Yeah. For me... Crichton's I, off the bench. For yeah. me, I don't, I don't... Crichton should be starting with Martin on the bench. Yeah. yeah. Murray's the other back row. Talakai shouldn't be in the team, in my opinion. Guys, don't see how he gets involved in the game. I think I think they just panicked with Telekai when he said either that or I'll go play with Tonga. And he put a call out saying, you know, call call me Freddie, blah 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 and next thing you know, he's in the team. Um but that was only after um Tonga actually listed their listed him with Stags and Tupo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was a bit of a panic call to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Well, even if it was, they could have panic called him to the bench. He's on (laughs) the extended bench, though. You know, not as a starter. I I just don't see how he gets involved in the game, and I don't see how they get happy re-involved in the game. (coughs) So I think they're pretty much limited to middle forward rotations on the bench, which is going to sack, which is going to kill them. Yeah. And Queensland's forwards. Well, ask you. Well. For me, Husky give you big minutes. Jerbo give you big minutes. Husky got two bust shoulders, bro. Angus Crichton give you big minutes. Husky got two bust shoulders. He won't feel him. Yes, Jerbo's emotional value. Rah, rah, rah. But at the end of the day, he's still not in the top five locks in the game at the moment on form. So, yes, he has that emotional value. But ranking middle forwards in the game at the moment, he's not in the conversation. So, as a prop, I think. Adding Fox back into the equation oh, would have brought way more than Braden adding Jakey back into the equation. Especially if you got Birdo, because the sneaky, he's got the kick on for Adokar. Just, just the speed, bro. Yeah. Well, you can't beat speed. In over 40, you can't beat Josh Adokar for speed. So that alone, as a Queenslander, that's, that's my scariest thing. Josh Adokar, them kicking early, him chasing it down. He was trapping us in goals, locking us right down in the corner, forcing error, scoring a try. But he's done it to us over and over again. 
for a New South Wales Series victories over the last four years. Now to drop him for Toto and Tupo. Yes, great. They're playing good football. But you just don't add that fear factor speed that Ade Car brings, bro. And it's just as simple as that. High balls, whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, he takes it all on. He, he stepped up with the Bulldogs when, lately. When I'm it, really liking what I'm when seeing. When can you remember anyone, someone, jumping over Josh Adokar for a spectacular try in Origin? No, I bet never. you can't. Because it hasn't happened. So they're going off all this shit for... I don't know what evidence they're backing it off, so... Trotes was your man to do that, and he went down the first right. one. It's well, crazy. One other thing I think they forgot to factor in without with not picking out a car is that is there anyone else in that team that has the pace to catch Cobbo if he breaks the line? I'll tell you getting. No way. No. Not that. no. Even Ponga. Not, not in a standing foot race. Even Ponga, yeah. Like Yeah. They're not catching them, exactly right. You don't have you don't have anyone that has that pace that can catch these fast fast guys. And then to counter that, if you, one of your players do make a break we had the place to catch them where Fox, you're not catching. You exactly. know it's shut the gates as soon as he's through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, I, I found it hard, hard done by him in the first game for him. but Yeah, I thought, I thought, to be honest, given what Canterbury's done the last couple of weeks, I thought he was at least in the squad. It, it is rough. So something must have happened there. Oh, no, you can't really assume that. Freddie said there's no bad blood. He said there's no bad blood. So you just got to assume that it's come down to... No. Yeah, their game plan it hasn't factored him in for some reason. Well, it come down to the aerial pursuit, I think, in game one, and now that Tupo and Toto were their outside backs, New South Wales were their best players in game one. Yeah, and they both backed it up for their clubs after that. So, yes, Abacars had a great two weeks, but so was Tupo He's and Toto, a, He's and they five. were already in the team. So. Yeah. And they performed on the night. So you, you can understand. Oh, I think Fox is hard done by, and I'm glad he is. But you can understand why they've stuck with Tupo and Tupo. Yeah. Oh, I fully do. So what about Queensland? Like, with, with Cotter and that going down, do you feel you've lost anything? Absolutely. Like, Joy Arrow is a good footballer. Cotter, but... Cotter put out one, 80 minutes. Of quality football as middle forward. Yeah. Didn't miss nothing. Didn't shirk his responsibility running the ball or anything. I think Jai Arrow's got 40 to 50 minutes maybe of that kind of football in him. So automatically we've lost 30 minutes yeah, of quality football through the middle. 30 minute middle forward. And then we've lost Coates, who granted wasn't spectacular in game. I was fucking... Notice, unnoticeable, if anything. I like the Tulungi inclusion. Oh, I'm a big oh, fan. I think he likes to get himself involved in the game. When there's try to be scored, he can score it. He knows where to find it. And the link with Val Holmes too. So it all it's all positive for me except for that right. 30 minutes that we lose with Cotter. That's where we have to fix it and replace that 30 minutes. If we can do that, we're up. Could, is Carrigan the guy? Like, can Carrigan fucking keep up with that? I'd, I'd like to see Carrigan start at 13, play 80, as Cotter did, yeah. with Tino coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah. 
that's ideally what I'd love to see because I think Carrigan's capable of 80 minutes of Cotter intensity. Yeah, yeah. Tino, no. Yeah, he's a 50 So, if, yeah, 50 so minutes. Tino can come off the bench with Old Mate starting, we're good. Carrigan, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, so we, the thing with Carrigan is he showed, he showed, very, he was very impressive game one. Him and Cotter both very, very impressive for me. Um, oh, 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 they're two blokes now that are 10-year origin men. I'm saying. They'll, they'll be there for a long time coming. They'll learn their trade better and better as they go along. And Well, they're both top five on the field. For, for me, I think easily Carrigan can go on and do what Cotter did. Maybe not, maybe not as well. Maybe well, not I, as well. well I think he can. I just think well, I think Cotter's a bit faster and got a bit better movement, but, but I, I think Carrigan's smarter and has better ball playing, well, yeah, which right. can decisively get you through the line. Well, that's where we've got that's our that's our only real master stroke is our our lock forward plays great. Well, Jake footy, Jakey you know? adding into that too. Jakey's a good middle yeah, distributor. You know what your front row Save it. short ball. That's what mean. I mean. So now you have two. Distributors as start middles who average what maybe 13 hit ups a game between the two of them yeah. trying to lay a platform in origin behind Payne Haas with two busted shoulders. Yeah, it's like, a big ask. It is a big ask. It, yeah, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I, I don't like it. I don't like our side very much. Like, Junior Paulo played 30 odd minutes game one at 35 metres or whatever game. Regan Campbell-Gillard played 36 minutes, 10 hit-ups, 106 metres gained, 23 tackles, and he loses his spot. I have to admit, I was surprised when I didn't see RCG in the team. I thought um, Paulo... Especially, especially, I think they replaced him with Jerbo. Uh, Jerbo. Yeah, I didn't understand that. He played. I thought he was probably one of the... Probably the best forward for New South Wales um, in Origin 1. Or probably I, I thought it was very hard done by personally yeah. too. Yeah, I was very surprised like, when I saw that. He he brings a good solid hit up. He has a good fast play to ball, but in defence he can also rush off the line, just whack someone, bring that aggression. Like Jerbo, yes, solid defensively. Yeah, mediocre hit up. But yeah, I just I just don't. I would go on RCG over Jakey any day of the week. Yeah. Alright, so you got any predictions for Origin? Um, well, I think Queensland win. Yep. Convincingly. Yep. I'm going to go 22-10 with KP man of the match. Far out, fellas. 26-6 to Queensland, I reckon. Ooh, yeah. Bumping. I reckon New South Wales... I reckon they're going to be making errors. Balls being thrown out the back. Yeah. Oof. I don't think they're going to bring their game. Does he? Going to go the opposite. It's New South Wales because I'm a true believer. We'll what's be on song. We'll be all right. He's all right, so what's your brain tell you after your heart's just back that? Fine. Yeah, exact same. Yeah? Yeah. Beat most by 20. Yeah. I'm going one point. Go the go go. Hopefully a golden point thriller that will do me. I what love a thirteen twelve or a thirty-seven uh, thirty-six? Who, kicks, who kicks the field goal? Nice, really? Yeah. Or Birdo from yeah, yeah, Queensland can't win if they kick the field goal. 
Birdo, maybe Birdo from 40 out. Gets remember remember Birdo kicked the five in one game? No. No. No, he didn't actually <laughs> kick them. He had five, he had five attempts. Was, yeah, against Newcastle. But yeah, it's a golden When we were depleted, did he yeah. get any other? No. Nope. But he ended up getting the no, last one. No, it was a draw. It was a draw. 16 all draw. Was so it? No, Birdo's not kicking. That's right, yeah. Because it's like one of the few times there's actually a draw. Well, there you go. 29 out, I think it was. There's more. There's Naif exposed again. He's the only one. He wasn't playing. That's yeah, why Birdo was kicking field goals. But he's the only one that will kick one nah, for the Blues. No, Birdo backed up and kicked one a couple of weeks later. So, yeah, anyway, I'm going the Blues by one, maybe a. I'm going to make it a 19-20 scoreline with Nave kicking a 42-metre field goal after no, Munster. That's two-pointer, mate, so you can't have one point. Kick. Munster kicked one earlier. Oh. Just last play on halftime. <laughs> and that's what that's the coach killer, kicking that fucking field goal at first half field goal. Hopefully he does one, Munster, first half field goal, and then that just cripples him. All right. So my bet will be Queensland first half, New South Wales second half. All right, so where are we going now? Uh, now we'll go, should we go back to Supercoach for a bit? Yeah, what? let's go to the head-to-head draw. And what do you do okay. if you're moving into head-to-head finals? Yeah. Hand in your pay bar. If you go, you know what, we're coming in around 16, 17, the next buy round. I don't care about anything but winning my cash. Yep. So how do we... Uh... <laughs> how do we get better? <laughs> there we go, Con. Uh, so yeah, who do I target and the few trades I have left, who am I aiming for to get in my side <coughs> for, to be there for finals? All right. Well, just strictly head to head. Personally, I think the teams you want to target are the Cowboys, the Knights, the Raiders, and the Sharks. They're your first four priorities for yeah. the Mind you, this is from round 21 on. This yeah, is this from is, round 21. This, this is, is head-to-head finals. Finals. So, Sharks players have a tough month coming up right now. Yep. So, if you're looking at them for head-to-head, I would recommend waiting, see out this tough month, jumping on after, riding home that sweet wave to victory, hopefully. What yep. do you do if you've already got them? You're holding? Oh, I'm holding, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, you're, riding, you're riding that cash wave. Yeah. Hopefully they can jag a try here or two there, but otherwise maybe he's not playing and bringing other players because they do have a really tough run. But the uh, the Cowboys, they play the Bulldogs, who have recently found some form. Whether think. it holds until round 21 is a totally different story. And then they got the Roosters, who should turn. by all accounts have been horrible this year, in my opinion. They've been well below expectations and haven't even looked like turning it around. And then they got the Warriors and Souths. So Next seasons will be done. All, all four point. of those teams, in my opinion, have been... So you don't see Pretty South bad or, this year. South or Roosters as top eight contenders this year? They might scrape in to fill our holes, but they're definitely South, not. South, no. They're no. not contenders. Going off South run home, absolutely not. Where they they have the toughest run home from here till the end out of anyone. Yeah, I bought in Campbell Graham two weeks ago. I've killed like him. Sorry, you, people. You've probably got two weeks out of Campbell Graham. If you're lucky, that'll be two hard weeks, but you got two weeks and then... You gotta flick him because South runs. He's horrible. 
From yeah. round 21 on it. You heard it here first. The only person you probably want is Cameron Murray. Because he's going to make 70,000 tackles in the middle. Um, Now i got the Knights. Wipe. It's a massive gamble, obviously, picking a nice player, apart from Clem. Mitchie Barnett. Solid as. Fords. There's pretty smart. Even Mitch. I'm not locked in on his job security or anything. Like, Lachlan Piskeven could be back at any time. He's definitely the favoured one there. And, yeah, that's it. And Priest isn't going anywhere. Kurt Mann's our best lock. So, Barney could be back on the bench in two weeks. So, I think Clem's the only option... KP Unless you, you want it poured. That's it. If you want to run the risk for the last four weeks, KP, maybe Gags. There is a chance. Even a Dominic Young or Edric Lee Best should be scoring back those tries. So. Best should be back by then, I think. Yeah, I think as a pod, because nobody's going to touch a nice player, they're probably your best chance at maybe winning some head-to-head games going forward with that draw. Um, and then the next one's Raiders. They got the Penrith, round 21, but then they got Dragons, Knights, Manly. So my pod in that one's Xavier Savage. I know a lot of people jumped on him a few weeks ago, and they've well and truly succeeded. But now you hold him, I think, if you got him. Yeah. If not, you buy him for round 21 onwards. Well, the thing is, for me, I'm hoping he's played enough games at centre wing throughout the year. Has he, does oh, he anyone... hasn't. He's, he's only strictly played fullback, pretty much. Has he? Hasn't so done he's no... not going to qualify for any other position. So you're going to have to you sacrifice Teddy or Paps well, for him. I can't see myself doing that. Well, that's... The Chooks run home with the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Tigers, and the Storm. So those last three head-to-head matchups That's rough. For the Roosters are. They're three of the four best defensive teams in the comp. Yeah. So... Yeah, Teddy might be a move. Maybe going to zig to a zag with a Savage or a Ponga as your fullback for the run home could be a head-to-head sweet spot. Yeah. Especially if Roosters aren't really in for the top eight. That, that'll be in contention with the top eight, but... They're not clicking. At least they're guaranteed not to be able to rest James Desco. Yeah. I suppose that's a plus. So he's going to have to face all those teams. Um, And then the next one's Sharks. Did we discuss Sharks? No, we discussed them earlier and touched on them again. Well, the Sharks got the Dragons, Tigers, Manly, and the Dogs. So for me, that's the sweetest four of any team. Dragons... Yeah, they're in the top eight at the moment, but their defense is horrible. Tigers, yuck. Manly, we all know, yuck. And the Dogs, by that time, they could be back to shit, so... Probably. I think Sharks outside backs for the head-to-head finals are the way to go. Irinaldos, Katoas, Talakai even. Yeah. I'll reiterate, no Jesse Ramian. And I'll still back no... Rayleigh. Even though he scored a try on the weekend with a 72 or whatever. Yeah. Well, you'll think maybe on them last four four games he'll go okay, but during this tough period, you're not getting much of a for me. Like well, yeah, I can't see him setting up many tries or scoring many tries through the middle. Well, especially over the next month. four weeks. Yeah, like it's a it's a big ask for him to do that against the Mel. I think 
someone has to play a depleted Melbourne. I'm not sure who it is, um, but you have to see a couple of them are at Origin. So someone lucky enough to get him around 17. But they should have Pappenhausen back by then. So I'd be looking. I'd be, there's, a, there's a few yeah. good places to look, like Melbourne. Melbourne, the Melbourne players speak for themselves. They do their own thing. doesn't matter who they play, really. Um, so we didn't really list any of that, but that's, no, the, same as, that's the same as Penrith. Their, their players you got, speak for themselves. Yeah, you got the spine of each of those teams, all those players in each of those teams where you know. Yeah. Munster, Paps, Grant, obviously. Even Hughes, to a certain extent. As a backup half, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, we'll um, go in a bit more footy then. Rep round. But, just, sorry, just okay. to finish that, the teams with the bad draws, in my opinion, are the Broncos, they got the Roosters, Knights, Storm, Eels, the Bulldogs, they got the Cowboys, Warriors, Eels, Sharks. Um... And I don't think the Eels draw is too great. Manly, Rabbitohs, Berries, and Broncos. And we discussed Chooks and the Souths. Obviously, we discussed their draw. It's horrible. Terrible, yeah. Except for nothing. And then Manly, you got Paratitan, Sharks, Raiders. Apart from Gary, I probably wouldn't be in Olakawatu's forward. Is small constraint on backs, obviously. Yeah. Well, backs are where the points are going to come from with these end games. Everyone's got the game plans to set, and points flow towards the end of the year. It's not like the first five to seven, where it's a bit clunky. And well, you, you set with your middle forwards. You know what your middle forwards are doing this time of year. Yeah. You know what your back rolls are doing this time of year. You're either riding that roller coaster with one of them, or you're banking those safe points. You know you're doing there. Yeah. So, I think the point of difference now is the backs and the draw for the run home. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so rep round's coming up. Like, it gets, doesn't get overlooked, but it doesn't get as much hype as Origin when it probably should get a little bit more hype. Um, Well, to be fair, I think the hype in Origin's been fucking really disappointing in the last few years. Yeah, well, it's not like the glory days of when not you know, people paint their houses and like, shit. The, the last time I can remember with the Spice when fucking Paul Allen come out and called us all two-headers. Yeah. Good Since then, it's all been, oh, yeah, I think you're going to play a good game. They're, they're really good players. Like, I really respect them. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Say, they're a bunch of fucking cockroaches. We're going to squash them. Because they're grubs. Like, something. Like, yeah. give us something. Some passion. Like, some kind of energy. Well, they want to take the aggression away from the sport. But, <laughs> but why do you take the aggression away from the best spectacle of our game where it's built on aggression? It's built on it. fuck mentality. People it's get built it. on fucking fuck you kind of guys. Yeah, I do. Like, like I love Origin. I, I, look, for me, I think... PC's spe- ruining our game. The spectacle of the game... Like, remember when you used to tune in just waiting for the beef, you know? Well, you knew. <laughs> Within 10 minutes, they're going to punch up, and then you're going to play some fucking brilliant football. Yeah. And you'd love it. Yeah, because it's And out. then, come the 75th minute, they might spark it up again and punch on again, and you're like, yes! <laughs> Bonus! It is good. And now it's just like, oh, yes, he wrestled into the ground and tackled him. Yeah, mad. Yeah, cool. 
Oh. Well, I remember that. Some of them would throw punches at each other next thing you know, at the end of the game, swapping jerseys. You know? That's um, it. And it was, that's gone as well a bit out of the game. Um, it was 80 minutes of, I dead set hate you and want to kill you. Yeah. And then once that final siren blew, it was like, good game, brother. We fucking done well. Well, you know what, half of, that's the thing with it, eh? No one's dirty, as dirty as they should be about the loss, I think. That comes with a lot of footy, not just Origin. <laughs> like some people, oh well, we got through the game. It's like fuck off, mate. Professional athlete, you should be winning that shit. Like anyway, but yeah, rep rounds on. So there's a few games uh, we can touch on with rep round. Um, do you know the games off by heart? New- uh, I think the first one's the PNG BG. Yeah. The 19s Origin Thursday night. Are we going that far? But I don't know. I mean, we'd have to talk about all of them. But yeah, no, I think we... you got Under-19s Origin Thursday night. No, and I then think we Friday, go to the you've women's, got origin. women's Origin. Which I don't mind that. If you, I love it. I I think two highly quality lineups. Tamika Upton, Brigginshaw, um, Brittany... Braley. Brittany Braley and Destiny Brill at lock for Queensland, I think. That's an awesome combination right there. And you got the New South Wales combination with Tonegado, who's the Dally M Women's Player of the Year. Yeah. Filled up with Sergis. Sergis, Isabel Kelly, Kezi Apps in the front row. And then you got Lena Doozy in the front row for Queensland and it's going to be a blockbuster, I think. It's it's going to be one hell of a match, but I think the difference at the end of the day is going to be Queensland's spine. Like in the men's game, Brigham Shaw and Brittany Braley will get them home. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good game. But yeah, I, Looking on paper, you do have the, the small, solid squad. Um, but yeah, go to the Blues. hope they get home, the girls. But um, again, Dad, you know, Origin. But you mean know, shit. Oi, their game, their game is, it's like, Watching the older version of the game, there's no wrestle in it. There's no fucking. No, it's around. not They just tackle each other. They get on with the job, you know. And there's some good stuff in amongst it. Don't get me wrong. When you get to the men's, you, you see the difference in caliber of the football. But them girls, man, they go there fucking. They play their asses off, and it's wow. and there's also some hard hits as well. Oh, there are some big other. shots from some of those forwards. You know, it's yeah, entertaining stuff. A hundred percent, Some of them might. Rewind just to watch Bash again. Go, oh my god! Hannah Southwell, she's a specialist. She's absolutely nails people. Lena Doozy throws her body into fucking shit too. Oh, there's yeah, there's just oh, Alan Ali Briganshaw. I just want to state on her for a minute. I think skill wise, she's better than half the male NRL halfbacks in competition. She doesn't have the kicking. Power and the passing distance that the males do, but skill wise, she shits all over fucking most of them. She is so good, so, so good, it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, I'm just in awe. So, Queensland is for you then. I'm on the blues. Blues. What's the next game? Um, Kiwis versus Tonga, women's and the men's. Uh, there is one before that, actually. Uh, tomorrow, Lebanon and Malta. Oh, nice. Out, out down at Belmore. Oh, lovely. Tomorrow, 7.30, if you're there, hit up Belmore. 
you watching? It's probably free entry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that'd be a right game. Um, Have you got some squads here, Louis? Or I mean, it's not part of the official NRL one because it's not in there. You got a mate playing? Just a side gig one, eh? Yeah, no, there's no no squads on the uh, NRL. All right, website. so New Zealand and Tonga then. Look, we couldn't find the actual squad, so we made our own, and they're both pretty good squads. Um, I've got the actual I squads think, if you want them. I oh. think New Zealand. Yeah, well, if you got the actual squads, I think New Zealand probably get up in that we'll one. See how, we'll see how close we go. I think New Zealand get up in that one, though. All right, uh, for men. We got uh, New Zealand's uh, Big Nas, Jesse Bromwich, captain. Oh, so you've uh, got yeah, squad. You got the same squad. We got we we've gone and put who we think's yeah, playing where. Um, we positionalised them. We yeah. gone match. So we've got, we think for New Zealand, Manu will be fullback, Ronaldo wing, Hiku centre. Well, I don't think Manu will be fullback, but I think he should be. Rapana centre, Kenny Mamalo wing, Dill Bag six, Hughes seven. James Fisher-Harris, 8. Smith, 9. Jesse Bromwich, 10. Kenny Bromwich, 11. Nakora, 12. Ipat, 13. Big Nels. Scotty Sorensen. Nia Kore and Tamari Martin, all 4. And we couldn't decide who would get that last position. The 14. And then Tonga, we've got... Brandon Smith misses out, you reckon? No, he plays hooker. And then... Oh, yeah. Kula... We'll play fullback for Tonga and then Katoa, Panasini, Suli, and Tulip Lotu. And then Stags, Amon, AFB, Havili, TKO, Tupanua, um, Kalolo Matangi, Jason Tomalolo, then Sunny Luke, Joe O, TPJ, and Olakuatu. Wow. Like massive pack. Tonga's gonna smash him. I'm not sure they smash him, but uh, 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 just on halves and stuff, that's where it's gonna let him down. Like yeah, New Zealand's games, got good halves. Kicking games and, and just right decisions. It's not easy being a half. You've got to make so many decisions and, and make the right ones. Who they got in there with Sex? A moan from the Dragons, who had a yeah. bit of a slow start. You're getting better. But yeah, still but he's not, still very young. Not a seven, not like Jerome Hughes. Nah. He's going to get out there and dictate terms. Especially with the Storm boys. But, yeah, the size of the pack is enormous. Oh, both, packs, both packs are huge. Though. But, but the Tongan pack especially. Um, Olakuatu, Kalomatangi, Tamalolo. Like, that is huge. Well, yeah. I can see them steamroll, steamroll, just steamrolling over the top of New Zealand, to be honest. To, to, to have that much power on the bench... Is incredible. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, for me, I, look, I, I just think the halves get him home. And Joey Manu at fullbacks, especially if he gets named at fullback, that is. Um, for me at fullback, he could easily, like we've talked about plenty of times, he could easily be a top five squad fullback. Yeah, but mm. it just comes down to if he can get that good ball from those halves. Not Jamal like, fucking Hughes and Dill Bags. Oh, Dill okay, bags sorry, yeah, you're talking year. about for New Zealand. In New Zealand. Uh, Hughes having... Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you'll be right. You'll be right. I, I, um, I think the big difference is going to be the sevens. Yeah. Like Hughes knows how to kick, get his team in front, get advantage. He'll dictate terms. Shit. He'll dictate terms. Amone has played what seven games at five eight for the Dragons. Yeah. Give him twelve because he played a couple. Of well, weeks. yeah. Well, a lot off the bench, but but so, then yeah, they, he's getting no help off of you. Like, yes. 
Tonga hold the advantage in the forward pack. But I think when you strip it back and Polish. if Jerome Hughes takes advantage of the game, New Zealand, like, New Zealand's forward pack's not terrible. By any stretch of the imagination. Like, James Fisher-Harris, Jesse Bromwich starting, Tarpany, and that coming off the bench, like, yeah, like Pap. Well, they, they got a pretty decent team. So, I think Hughes should be the difference in that game. It's going to be a big bash up game of footy, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's going to be... The tackles are going to be insane. It's going to be right up there. That could be the best game of the weekend, including Origin. Yeah. Yeah, no, you've, you, like, it's a, you can't doubt the calibre of the sides. Like, if everything lives up to potential this weekend, it will be one awesome game of football. One awesome weekend of football. Yeah. All oh, right. yeah. Samoa versus the Cook Islands. Yeah, uh, again. Yeah, well, Samoa, Samoa should Harbs. easily run away with this. Harbs again are going to come down to it again there. And Charlie Staines at fullback, at least he's had some experience. I've never really heard of Kaya Iro. Um, then they've got they've got half the Penrith back line with Charlie Staines, Talon May, Isaac Targo. And then you got Milford and Sh- Chanel Harris Tavita in the halves, which is That's not terrible, man. Which isn't That's, it's not bad. Like they're not tested together, you but scoff at it. Yeah, no, it's yeah, I'll be because Milford's got the experience. He Com- knows what to do to control the game. Compared and to Harris what, Tavita what are they can play that eyes up footy. Well they're up against Isam Masters at six, who's a centre wing. He's on Masters six. Yeah, and then you've got Royce, Reese Joyce at seven. Um, so yeah, they're getting dominated, I think, because then you look at the fours. They got Marty Tapao, Jazz Tavanga, Francis Molo, Schuster, Jaden Sewer, then Josh Alloway, and then over here the Paul Cook Islanders have got a Vincent Rennie, Aaron yeah. Terrell, Xavier Cook Wilson. Massive disadvantage. Yeah, massive lot. There's anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking through and. Makahesi Makatoa, Davy Mawali, some of the only names I actually recognise. Oh, Piakura is apparently getting a run finally. He's going to be starting. Uh, I'm saying, eh? Makahesi Makatoa and Mawali. That's they're both on the bench though. Yeah, but that's Green Sprouts coming through for the future because yeah, I, it's I good, rate both of them up. as good front rowers coming yeah. through. But yeah, I'm not seeing much in terms of names I know in the established. No, you ain't the Cook Islands team. Well, the next game's a bit more, bit more, clo- bit closer. Just on the Kumuls effort, you know. I love the Kumuls. They, they might not. Even though you play the game, huh? You yeah, know you play the game, it, and it's just a fun game to watch for everyone. Like you just know anyone that plays the Kumuls is getting pumped, and it's just great, and I love it. But yeah, they've got a half decent team. Like they've got a couple of NRL. Players in and around it. Um, don't get me wrong. Who are Fe- they playing? Fiji. They're playing Fiji. But so you just Fiji again. They got. Oh, I'd probably back Fiji. Not even seeing the squads. Just off the caliber of NRL players, I'd probably put me money on Fiji. Well, their forward pack strong. They got Tane Milne Lock, Kick Out, and Tui Kamakamika. In the back right. No, he's at prop. I don't know who the other dude is, and I can't say it, so I don't want to upset. Um, just like, yeah, sorry, dude. Sad guru. Daniela, sad guru. 
But yeah, so dude. But yeah, so I I'd, I think for me that'd be a good game to watch. I, I think Samoa probably run or Fiji run away with it, but they'll all be good games. The Kumuls will be great to watch. Like, I, I wouldn't miss any of them. The Kumuls, and then yeah, I think we've only got Origin left to talk about there. I think we've pretty much gone through that, haven't we? Well, well, I think we need to get your guys' opinion on the change. I think we got my opinion. I think we need your guys' opinion on what Freddie's done to the squad. Garbage. Garbage. Did he? Yeah. It's garbage. I'm not happy with it. All right, what what aren't you happy with? Uh, well, yeah, like you said, the Fox probably should have got a mention in there, even though it's hard done by, but um, Birdo... Birdo's good, he's a weapon, but for me, I like the Fox, you know. Um, if anyone should have went, it should have been Luai, like you said, he offers nothing. Um, but yeah, that's that's just me. And then, um, yeah, Reeve Campbell-Killard was hard done by. I think Junior Paul has probably just got a bit more variety's game. Like, just imagine getting it out of him. Happy as soon as Maddo being dropped? Nah. Maddo, yeah, he offered nothing. He didn't come out offloading at will and doing the stuff that he does for Para. Um, mind you, first origin, like we talk about a lot of times, very overwhelming. He played a ride for Para against the Roosters the game after. Yeah, we didn't do Showed fuck, up Gus. Didn't do fuck all for New South Wales. Um, he got dominated. It doesn't matter. Sure. There's, you know what? If you're someone's getting dominated, it's up to someone to stand up and have a go. And we didn't have that. We didn't have it. We didn't have a bloke that wanted to do it. So... That's on us as you a team. You brought that in. That's that's uh, that's on us as a team. You brought that in to fix that. No, no, not in my opinion. But who 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 would you bring in to fix that? Oh, you need some mongrel, bro. I don't. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know who to look at for for that job. Um, Ideally, a Victor Radley. Oh he's yeah, he's on oh, the extended bench. I get that. I think. I think he's. That walk-up start. Or if he was a Queenslander, apart from injury, of course, it's like he's missed origin for New South Wales, he's a walk-up start. Yeah, but I also think we we lack a bit of creativity in like we. It's I think he brings that too. All knife, it's all knife, and it's like fucking. It's well, so you, predictable. Our football, it was so predictable on the night, you know. And but well, apart from Cody Walker, what five eight's going to fix that? None. None at the moment. No, I don't. I don't know where to look at. I don't know how to fix it. But well, I don't you know can't. But I... apart from Cody Walker in the sixth position, you don't really have creativity, max kind of thing. Well, I don't know if Lewis. I don't know if Lewis the guy. Well, all your sixes not, are, are role fillers. Be different if it'd be different if he was defensively sound and he he actually had plays and kicks, but he doesn't have much. He's an off the cuff runner of the football. That's it, and that's all he gives you. So he's not looking for forty twenties. He's not looking for that. And that's not, I'd say it's about good lot, but back to that point, sometimes it can be to the detriment of the team as much as it can be to the benefit of the team. Yeah. Like he can run off and go, Yeah, yeah, bang and then nothing's happening and he can run around in circles and surrender a play to ball and give up slow play to ball and he just kills the whole set. Well, if Cam Murray's like, not on the field, there's no point in running because no one goes with him. Cam Murray's the only one. Well, even then... Usually relies off the camera money to play the ball. Yeah. To get that ahead and then what do I do now kind of thing. Yeah, he does he does run around in a circle a fair bit. And it's like just fucking but run over someone dude. I'm saying that Munster does it too. He yeah, can run Munster, around in circles and Munster, Munster's a fucking big dude. Like 
If you put stand him side he seem, by he side, he seems to be really hard to tackle. If you stand him side by side, I think Munster's like fucking substantially bigger than well, him. He's, he's six two, Munster. Yeah, six two, and he's solid, like big. He's a big fella. He didn't train for a couple and of years. He just... <laughs> he's, he's one of those deceptively strong people that you know. Yeah. Like, you know, some people, they're just stronger than they look. Well, I don't know. He I seems just... to be one of those people. For me, I don't know. Where I, I can't. It's going to be a tough battle. That's why I'm saying one point. Hopefully our defense can get us home. But, yeah, I'm not sure, mate. To be honest, it's going to be a tough, tough Louis, game. where are you in origin to, mate? I think the biggest difference between the team is the bench, is the, the bench to be honest. Um, I don't understand why they've got Cook and Coruscant both in the team. Like, I'd stick with Cook or stick with Coruscant, but don't have one sitting on the bench. You're just wasting a space, you know. As 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 we mentioned earlier, they're two out-and-out hookers. They don't play any... I've never seen them play any other position. You know? uh, he's played some six... He's played some six. Yeah, so not much. Push him sharp. At Manly a couple of times, yeah. Yeah, I I think that's going to be the di- biggest difference. Um, honestly, I'd rather Burton in it as 5'8 for this game over Luai. I mean, at least at least, at least he's got that kicking game, whereas Luai just, there's nothing, absolutely nothing with his kicking. And his fifth fifth play option, like there's a f- multiple times there where he could have dribbled one through into the line and get try and get a repeat set. But instead, decided to run the ball and ended up tossing it to someone who was flat-footed, who ended up getting tackled. You know, and you know, change over there we go, lose the ball. Yeah. Well, just just on that, if you weighed up the three positions, two centers and five eight, then you could have Luai, Burton, and Crichton as one combination. Or you could have Burton, Stags, and Crichton as another combination. As a Queensland fan. I would much rather you go with option A of the Luai Burton Crichton combination rather than the Burton Stags Crichton combination because that combination scares the shit out of me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, we've got a couple of. Um, you want to do the liveies and I'll go get the, the Facebook questions? Yeah, yeah. We do have a couple of Facebook questions. Yeah, uh, so over here in the live chat, uh, let's have a look. We got Jimmy Clark. Do you think Nathan Cleary will have a go at kicking some good ball on Sunday night, or would Moses be better selection? No, it's, no look. E- even if Moses came in and they didn't give him a knife, Moses would be fucked too, um, because it'd just be all Moses getting that ball as well. Yeah. So it's a matter of Queensland have worked it out. Like they've got to now, we've now got to get Queensland thinking. And if they rush up on knife, then the ball goes somewhere else and kicks it. Whereas. Last origin, it really wasn't getting anywhere, and if it did go, it didn't make it far. So, now, and uh, Nafe's by far the best halfback in the competition, and who you want kicking for you on the last tackle, yeah. nine times out of ten. Like, so it's just up to New, Cut, New South Wales to give Nafe some space, kick early, either use Burton to kick a few early, to take the pressure off Nath. But, they, yeah, they can't just go Nath, 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 Nath on the fifth every time. They, they just, have to do something different. Just back on Moses and Nath quickly. Um, Moses is nearly 30 or 27 or 28 but or something. D- and Nath's only 23. There, there's so, no conversation who should be the But the thing is, back. they're at about the same level. So The only reason you put Mitchell Moses in there is to play six. Yeah. And I... I 
I like that combination. I ha- don't like it as Queenslander, but as New South Walesman, I'd like that. Well, the options then you got options. You can kick, kick well, and if Burden does maintain on the in the centre, that gives a third kicker. And the same options no. Queensland have got. Then they've got four. You know, four. But noted. yeah, you, you don't replace Nath with Moses. No, you replace not a if Luai. your life depended on it. You replace the Luai with a, with a Moses. But yeah, all right. So what else you got on the liveies? Yep, uh, Sean O'Varrett. Uh, sure what's up, lads? Worth holding on to Cody. What do you guys reckon? He's been so bloody average in nope. a loose cannon. Sell, sell, sell. Uh, yeah. Is he going to lose much more, or is it, is it worth sell, 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 sell? Tough run. With the run position. coming up. But the run's not until round Piss 21, it off. Is it? Get rid of Get a new money. All right. Oh, we just, we've lost Ooh. all power. You want to go check that out? That's all right. We're still going. Let's do that one. We don't have the lights. You want to go check that out, Con? Okay. Yep. Um, had a bit of a blackout here. Yeah, I didn't hear. I didn't hear a box go, so I didn't hear an RCD or anything. Done, Lou. Here we go. Um, let's continue with that. Uh, see. Where was I? Where was I? I just asked Sean O'Barrett's one. Sean O'Barrett. Um, Danny Saki, would you bring in Cam Murray for six oh three or Harry Grant for four heads of lettuce? Harry Grant <laughs> for four heads of lettuce, for sure. Hey Saxy, you been to KFC yet and tried a McShit burger with a mix with of cabbage. cabbage with a lettuce and it tastes fucking rotten? You're eating it's in your awful. burger and then you get a piece of cabbage and it's just like I, I love how they say, "Oh, you only notice the difference between the cabbage and the lettuce." Oh, yeah, cabbage yeah. destroys fucking it's... everything. Of oh, course, you're gonna notice the shit. As soon as you bite into it, you can taste the difference. Like at it's least like... just make it coleslaw. Be like, "Yo, no lettuce. You can have it with coleslaw or without." Don't give me this half lettuce, or... half cabbage bullshit. Or just charge me... me two bucks give, for lettuce. Give me half the amount of lettuce. Yeah, rather than contaminated with cabbage, just give me half the amount of lettuce. Just a couple of specks, like... mate. I take most of the lettuce off anyway, so Ugh. yeah, frustrating shit. I love me Yeah, I feel like it's they do so much advertising through the football. I feel like it's you know it's a fair topic of discussion. Hundred percent. Because if their advertising isn't working on you and you're ending up in the drive-through at least once a week for a zinger box, maybe once a fortnight, depending how good you are. As you can tell, <laughs> I'm a clean eater. Uh, my records. 20 KFC meals in one week. Yeah, that's 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 too much, Con. I'll tell you that. Yeah, Superman. That's a pretty solid record. Yeah. yeah. Pretty solid. Beat I it. I'll beat that. <laughs> no. um, that's heavy. I don't think I want to beat that. Don't worry. Sean O'Vaire again. Uh, Dylan Edwards has got to be an unsung hero in brackets pod in the fullback position. He just works hard and a real smart footballer, in my opinion. What do you guys reckon? I don't like it personally. Guys think there's much better options. I like Dylan Edwards as a footballer, but super coach wise, I just think he's too far down the ladder. Yeah, no, not in the premium position. If you could get him in the centres, you'd jump on it for 80 solid every week sort of thing, but, you know, 70, 80, just pump it out, but not not at fullback. It would perhaps Teddy Hines. You know, that life's available. Is so high. Missing out on points, yeah. missing out on captaincy options. I don't think he can do it. I think he's only averaging 60-odd for the year, mm. not low 60s. So the rest of them are averaging 80-plus. 
Sorry, Sean O. Sean O'Honor also reckons that Talakai will be our brain uh, barnstorming runner like Carrigan off the bench in round in game one. I hope so. I hope, I hope so, so. But it's a big ask, massive ask. Okay, he plays most dominant football, running out, retreating, edge defenses, little halves, centers, running backwards and stuff like that. Like if they bring him on in the middle, our middles aren't going to be running backwards for him to come. And run over the top of. Yeah. They're coming forward and they're meeting him. As we've seen. Countless. What in the last four or five weeks. Since the end of that run. Where teams have worked him out. And started to come up and actually meet him. Getting the ball instead of letting him come to them. Yeah. His scores drop significantly. His impact drops significantly. Yeah, if you take away that so, run from him. That's it. He doesn't get the time to build up the momentum on that massive frame. Can't really do much, eh? I see. When you're that size and you got people running backwards trying to tackle you, of course you're going to run over top of them. It's a given. But when they come forward hitting you, totally different ball game. I think that's just about it on my end. All moment. right. Brad Smith. Sean Johnson. Is he holding the Warriors back? Yes. And can they win the game while he's still there? That Dijon Arce was doing okay. And he can't. They can't go all the way. I think it's time for Sean to, you know, go to France. Has he gone the one year too long, SJ? Because he looks doesn't look SJ. You know, he's looking fucking Chad Townsend. So I was gonna say he looks like he's at the end of his NRL NRL career. Oh, clearly, he's clearly, you can see you, you can see it in some of those players where they hit, they just hit that that stage in their career. Where they just can't keep up with the guys coming through. And you Maybe. Well, I mean, the Sharks knew it, and that's why they pissed him off. Like, yeah, Ray what? Graham pulled him up at training last year. And just like, you know, he does this skip across the line thing. Ray Graham at training just went woof and just knocked him straight onto his ass. And just when he got up, he's just like, that's what the opposition's going to do to you. We can see it coming. What else can you do? And then all of a sudden, he's moved on after that and under the new coach. So... Look, man, I, I, I when I get when I join the game, I've seen glimpses of SJ, but I didn't grow up on the SJ that you guys had. No, I, you missed his prime. SJ. I missed his prime, and yeah, from my eyes, I don't think he's getting back there. If, if yep. I was a Warriors coach, I'd be just putting in that Volkman and Arcy, just blooding them in the NRL, getting them experience. Well, when they go home to New Zealand, maybe that's what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, but I don't think I don't think. They might win a couple of games here and there, but I don't think they'll apply any pressure. Put well, anyway. SJ back to Reggie's. At the year, I think a lot of us agreed that SJ was super coach relevant, therefore he wouldn't make an impact for the Warriors going home. Six weeks ago, everyone's like, oh, SJ had one good game. Let's go. Oh, SJ's saviour for the Warriors. Rah, rah, rah. We all still maintain that no, no. And now fruition's come to pass. And SJ said, no, no, no. Yeah. Like he has been all year, and the Warriors should never re sign him. He left on shit terms. I think maybe they Everyone was... hated him. They should never report him back. I think it might have been a ploy to get maybe some of the younger dudes who like For SJ, what? you know, just to get him in and around. Well, trying to get some of these young All Blacks or something. Yeah, I'll poach him from the All Blacks if we can. Oh, yeah. I'd love to. That was just another great decision by the Warriors. All right, Nick Heffernan. 
As fans, do you gents get frustrated when you see your team beat by the best teams? When you see your team beat the best teams and then flop against the worst? As an Eels fan, it does my head in. Watching Eels beat Panthers in the storm but lose to the Tigers and the Dogs so badly, I just don't understand how a team can be so inconsistent. I totally get your frustration as an Eels fan. I can understand what it would be like to go through those highs and lows. I went through them in the early 2000s. I haven't experienced any of those emotions since then. My emotions to football now are pretty much dead because Newcastle suck balls. But as a fan who's continuously been named as premiership contenders time and time again, on paper, probably the best team in the comp some years, and you just time and time again fail after fail after fail, I I really don't know what to say to you except for Persevere. stick strong, bro. <laughs> like that's your love. You love that team, there, your club. Power through. Well, yeah, like it's just for me. I don't know. Like I I I do feel bad for Para fans because they've had their times. Two thousand and one, I think they really should have beat you. Absolutely, that was the best um, team in the comp. Like set all kinds of records that year. Like there was just times where it was their opportunity and their time. You know, except Joey. Then yeah, it just got plucked away from him. And then I think this was it. This is like we've talked about in previous podcasts for years now. Um, this is their window and it's closing. Like oh, they've probably got one more year, two so more I, years. I personally have never seen this as their window. It's not their window, but this says. is probably the best they'll be for a while again. Like well, you know how teams just go in from and around. probably sixteen up until now. You've had Stormers, 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 Panther Storm, Panther Storm, Panther Storm, Panther Storm. I've never seen an opportunity for Parramatta in those windows to beat any of those top two teams. Ever. Yeah. And, in hindsight, I'm right. Yeah, well, look, like, I get it. They do, they've, they're, but on paper, like you say, they go, they go leaps and bounds for the first, since BA's been there, he's been there a while now. They seem to come out the blocks hard and they fall off at the end of the year. Like, they contend us for X amount of rounds and then gone. And by they limp into the finals and normally bow out first week. Well, last year they did semi-offset. Started strong. Week, middle eight weeks. So, finished strong, beat Storm on the way to the finals. Wiped all the way, I think, to a preliminary final. Knocked out by Panthers. So... I just don't think they have a team to win the comp against the Panthers and the Storm. I just think those two teams are too good for anyone at the moment, no matter who they are. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so we all feel bad because I'm a dog supporter. Louis, where we went through the hard times as a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, many, many years. Kicked out Definitely. the comp a yeah. whole bit. Yeah. Well, I was, uh, oh, I, um, you know, going up through primary school and, um, you know, all the way up through to, what, 2011, you know, sitting sitting around the bottom of the table, finally make make, make a way up in high school. You know, win the premiership twenty fourteen. Uh, yeah. But yeah. slowly, but you've slowly. got there. You got to think yeah. you mates and send back down there. Think you mates and jumped on para. You know, <laughs> or even worse, like tigers or. I say got one in oh five. I feel yeah, for tigers fans, man. I really do. People go, yeah, I support tigers, and it's just like, oh, sorry, man. They won one four years after I last won one. Yeah. One, one year, yeah, year in front of me. 
Well, I, I remember when South won the Premiership 2014. It was the first time in 42 years, I think it was, that South you seen won. seen Aaron cry? Oh, no. My, my, my old man did. My old man teared up. He grew up on, right on top of Redfern, a block away from Redfern Oval. Oh, uh, true. B- born 62, so he, he would have seen the last grand final. Johnny Sattler. Won. Johnny, good old John Sattler. Uh, and yeah, when South finally broke that deadlock, won it in 2014. 42 years, was it? 42. 42 years. Um, yeah, just bought his eyes out. Just in pure joy, pure happiness. That sounds like a long time away for a drink, Long mate. time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, also, shame as the Sharks, if you would have jumped on the Sharks to start with. Fuck the Sharks, lo- they cheated. Took them a long Pep time. Pep tied it up and brought the salary cap, all the fucking whites. All right, we're going back to Brian Ings, ignoring Supercoach oh, scores. I don't know where. Ignoring Supercoach scores, who has been the best buy of the year so far after a slow start? Burton must be up there by now. Uh, no, I, in my opinion, Burton's not even in the top five. Got Chad Townsend, number one. I know everyone's rating about A Ray, the fucking Broncos and whatnot, but I got Chad, Chad Townsend turned around the Cowboys into probably wooden spooners to contenders. Top four. Like the second best defensive team in the comp, one of the best attacking teams in the comp, running third in the competition. See, this year's like so, Roosters, you know what I mean? Like, like they're that other team, that other variable that's it. for the, the Premiership. The Broncos have always had that potential there, in my opinion. A-Ray's unlocked that, yes. But I think they were in a much better position to start with than okay, what Chad yeah. Townsend walked into the world. I think yeah. Broncos just needed a good kicking halfback. That's all they needed. No, absolutely. They had a, great, they had a good base for a team, yep. as you can see. Um, and as you, or evidence this year, all you needed was that one, half, uh, one decent halfback that knew how to control a team and had a semi-decent kicking game. Well, well Adam Reynolds drama. has a very good kicking game. Great. Here's your drama with your one <laughs> decent halfback, and we're about to get another side we don't have. 20 great halfbacks. We Nic- don't have Nicholas Hines. He's my right. third best buyer. They're, they're the top three buyers. Clearly all halfbacks. Who, at this rate, you can see, should never have been let go. Apart from Nicholas Hines, obviously. Chad Townsend and Adam Randall should never have been let go from their previous clubs. I'm not sure. You know what? To watch Chad Townsend last year, for, or not last year, year before for the Sharks, he wasn't. Wait. He wasn't part of the whatever they were doing going forward. You know. I um, guess you can understand that because with Nicholas Hines, he's he, an upgrade. He is, and and for me, he wasn't doing his job. But he's, he's exactly what the Cowboys needed. He's got up to the Cowboys and. He doesn't have to do much, mate. He just he just organises and orchestrates. He needs to be a seven. So, yeah, he's done very well. And Dearden, to his credit, too, has done really yeah, good, too. Yeah, I understand. So you had Dearden at the start of the year, didn't you? Louis? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. And um, just as he went on the price rise of 200k or whatever it was. Um, but, yeah, saying that, I did dump off uh, Moses when he went on his massive run. Yeah. So, didn't quite get as much as I wanted. All right, Timmy O'Connor. Timmy. Wow. How are our trades looking, gentlemen? And what position are you in overall? I'm stuck back in 19K, 13 trades left, one boost. I'm currently 11 for round 17 by before the trades this week. So he's in pretty good stead. I'm doing terribly compared to you. I think I've got 14 trades, one boost, and 27,000 or 8,000. <laughs> 
And I don't know how many I've got for 11, to be honest. I haven't counted, so. Yeah, similar position. 14 trades before I do them this week. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm at, 20%. Got so any boosts? Somewhere at, no, no boosts left. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm sitting 2,491 at the moment. Um, nine trades left without doing any this round. And, um, yeah, no boost. Young and the boostless. Yeah. 14 trades left. $780,000 in the bank. Rank 20,000th. Yes. So buying whoever you want, though. No, nah, that's Paps money. I traded out Paps finally oh, last week. Just so I can get drink water into my team with his low break even. So now I can bring Paps back this week for Tamari Martin, who's made his cash to equivalent the difference, which I couldn't get drink water in last week for Tamari Martin. And she has just be shit white. Okay. Sounds like it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark Hindle, as a Panthers fan, it doesn't worry us, but the, my cute question, boys, is if you were a, a CEO of the Warriors, Dogs, West Tigers, would you boys sign as a head coach? Who would you sign as a head coach? Me, Warriors, uh, Christian Wolf, West Tigers, Keith Noddy, and the Dogs go after Fittler. Fittler already said no. Um, I'm not sure who we go after. But I like Christian Wolf as a coach. He done wonderful things with Tonga. I'm just not sure you can do both jobs. I reckon I reckon Bull, uh, Bulldogs would actually chase uh, Michael Maguire. I think actually Madge would fit this group of boys they have there. Like the boys, they look like the Tigers. They do, half the time they don't look like they try. They're, like they're putting in that hundred percent effort. Whereas Bulldogs, you see, they're fighting each game. Each game they fight, and I think with a coach like Madge, I reckon they could. It could actually work out for them. What did that? What did Seth say at the end of Madge's tender? Like three or four years would have been good for Madge because he would have just he gets him to some sort of supreme athlete shit, but at a certain point it becomes too much. Like he overtrains them, but you get a couple of good years out of him getting you up to that level. I think. Mm. Oh, honestly, to be fair, I think nobody has any absolute effing idea. Or who should coach anyone. Because at the end of the day, all these talks about Flanagan's and Paul Green's and everything, there's a reason why all these fellas lost their jobs. All these assistant coaches and everything coming through. The next best one was Trent Barrett. He was going to solo everything and shit. Adam O'Brien spent years at the Storm, come through the Roosters, done. Yeah. So... At the end of the day, there's you can't look at anyone and say, "Yep, he's 100 percent going to be a head coach for Terrier. All right, two of the questions Cameron, which I wanted to ask: Cameron Serrato could sign up with fucking anyone next week. Does and he take fail the job? miserably? Should he take the job? If you were Cameron Serrato, do you stay at Penrith where you could win premierships? No, or you go and you take the punt somewhere. I'm taking the punt. You're not going to Fitzgibbon it and just wait it out with a win inside well, and try and move I, to another side Ivan's just signed five years. Pardon? Ivan's just signed for five more years. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Sit there for another five years as an assistant coach? Yeah. Or don't you want to go out there and test yourself and see if you can't turn one of these shit clubs around or sign with a semi-decent club? That's what I'm saying. Does like, he hold out? Or well, the, he, bull, the Bulldogs and the, the Tigers, there's both. There's positives to both of them. 
especially the Bulldogs, I feel. Yeah. With Mane and kick out coming next year, Avrilo's finding his feet at fullback. All they miss now is a real genuine seven. Oh, I'll take nothing away from a little fucking. They're missing a genuine eight. seven. He's going okay. Don't worry about what Berg's saying. Yeah, but you've got, you got the factor there. Just a semi-decent, like just Sean O'Sullivan. Something like that. Well, just some, just one of those pieces. Just to fill that void. With Avrilo flying his feet, Burton flying his feet at six, Marnie coming. I think that could be, well and truly enough, with the forward pack they've got, the outside backs they've got developing. I think there's a lot of green sprouts there at the Bulldogs, and if I was Cameron Serrato, I would be signing there. All right, fair enough. And Bulldogs form, is it going to last? No. No. All right. We might beat some of the lower clubs, but we're not We're not keeping up with the big dogs in any stretch. Adam O'Brien, is he going to make it past the end of this year? No. If he does, it won't be till the start of next year. He'll get sacked. This is his last season at Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. If not, I'm going to throw rocks. And Vowsy, Vowsy with our last one. Now, just before we go, asking Vowsy's question. Vowsy got a podium, got first on the weekend. Vowsy, well done, brother. Good work, brother. As a pro drifter. So, well done, Vowsy, mate. You fucking smash it, lad. Hey, lads. What are your thoughts on Addo Carr missing origin selection? Hashtag again. And what are your predictions or same game multis for Origin 2? As Queenslander, Josh Adekami's team, hashtag I'm laughing all the way to the bank. I think we've already covered most of that question, so multis quickly. And so I'm going to go. Just give us a, a Queensland, time try score. Queensland 13 plus. Kalen Ponga, any timer. With Munster, any timer. And. You sent uh, Crichton any time. Uh, I got the Blues by a point. So 1 to 12. Queensland win the first half. New South Wales win the second half. Toto any time try scorer. And Val Holmes any time try scorer. And you multi. It's juicy. I like it. I'm going to go New South Wales 13 plus. I'm going to go Toto Teddy. Anytime try scorers, I'm going to go Munster for a try. Does love a try, old mad dog. As much as my heart says I wish the Blues get it by 13 plus, I'm going Queensland 13 plus. Go Louis! Uh, Gags, anytime try. <laughs> Gags, anytime try scorer. Um, Val Holmes, anytime try scorer. And. Ben Hunt anytime. Oh, I love it. Go, Louie. Benny. I like Benny. Well, he's hoping he's broken all of them, so <laughs> put your fingers, money there. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Boys, should I th- should I... have included Mon- Monster then as well. Peace. <laughs> no, Peace. Been... Are we pacing? Yeah, yeah I think that's well, it. Thank you. thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Talk a bit more Supercoach. Enjoy uh, Rep Round. That's it. Whatever we miss this week, fellas. Chime in. Ask questions about for next week and... Mm-hmm. We'll try and answer them. Trying to have a list if you got one. <laughs> Go the Blues. Go the Blues. Queensland. And the dogs. Cheerio. Stop recording on the audio. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.